kind of nervous, so I'm kind of there with me. I'm talking to you, gosh, telling me to slow down. That might be a little emotional, just don't judge me. Okay. So, um, my testimony isn't necessarily how I came to Christ. I see testimonies more of not just how you came to Christ, but your life after you came to Christ. So, I mean, I grew up in a church-filled family. Um, all my, my parents are Christians. My entire family are Christians. My great-grandfather actually started the church that I go to now. And um, I was saved when I was seven. Always went to church camps. Always just been raised up in a church. Um, but that's not where my testimony comes from. My testimony comes from um, my sister's diagnosis or fight with cancer. She was actually diagnosed three separate times, each time different than the one before, and each time worse than the one before. Um, <laughs> um, the first time I'm, well, I was too young to remember it was when I was I was a baby. The first time she had it, she was about two, and she was really young. So I really don't I'm not going to talk about that one. But the second time she was diagnosed, um, it was in her bloodstream and. Happily, God made it perfect that I was actually her exact match. Usually isn't happy with siblings, but I was her exact match. I was able to be her bone marrow donor. So that one was solved. I was also really young during that time, so I don't really remember most of it. Um, but the third time is what I really want to focus on. Um, the third time it came back, it was really, really bad. Um, it came back in her abdominal region, and um, her kidneys were failing, her organs were failing. She had blood clots in her head, and um, it was really serious. She was in the hospital for about four months this time, and um, I didn't really know really what was going on. So I was at school while my parents were staying an hour away in Fort Worth with my sister. I was living with friends some of the time, uncles, aunts, grandma, grandfather, most of the time. Um, and so I didn't really get to see her very much. Well, I got a call from school one day, <laughs> and they had called us um at the hospital because uh, she had gone to a coma and it was the third day. And I didn't even know this was going on. <laughs> so my parents wouldn't tell me what was wrong so they didn't want to hurt me because I was really young. And they you know, I didn't really understand what was going on. But I understood well enough to know that it was serious. And um, they called us up there and I saw my family all together and they were all upset. And they told me that um, the reason I was called up there was because it was time to say goodbye. <laughs> And, um, you know, it's really hard to trust that there's a loving God out there when the one person you love the most and the one person you know you couldn't live a day without is on her deathbed, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. All you can do is sit there and hope and pray that somehow, miraculous, miraculously, she'll make it out of it. And it's really frustrating because you don't know if she's going to be there the next month the next week or even the next day. And you don't understand how much you actually love something until it's taken away from you. <laughs> and it just made me so mad. I didn't under, like, I hated seeing my family in so much pain. Like, it was so unfair. And I didn't understand how a loving God could put my family through something like that. Take something away from my family that was so special to us. Something that I know I couldn't, I couldn't do without. And I hated God for it. I was so mad. I did not understand why he would do that to my family. I didn't know why. I didn't think we deserved it. I didn't understand where all of this was coming from. <laughs> I completely lost faith in God. I was so done. I was so upset. <laughs> but out of nowhere, <laughs> Kaylee woke up. And <laughs> now she's in college. She's doing 
Maiden has a 3.9 GPA. She's in two different honor societies. Um, the doctor said she wouldn't walk again. She was in a wheelchair for about a year after that. And um, <laughs> she, did, she played sports the year after she had cancer. Played sports. Like, how crazy is that? If, that, if that's not God, then I don't know what is. Like, that's crazy. And he said that she wouldn't be able to communicate as well socially. And she's in college. She has plenty of friends. She has her own apartment now. She's making great grades. And it's crazy to think that God can do something like that. And um, I was so naive to think that the reason God was doing it was because he hated us and that there was no God because something bad like this was happening. I was so naive to think that. And after this whole thing, like I realized that God had a purpose for this. Even if she hadn't have survived, God still had a purpose. He was going to create something good out of it. And I needed to have faith that he was going to do that instead of just forgetting about him and quitting on him. Because he never quit on me or my family. And I just want to make sure that y'all know that <laughs> if you're ever losing faith, if you're ever questioning that God is not there, trust me, he's there because I've seen him. And every time I look at my sister, I see God, and it's amazing. And um, <laughs> he's <laughs> just the most amazing thing in my life. Like, every time I think about it, I just think about how amazing God is and how he can do whatever he wants to do. And he has a purpose for every single one of us. Sometimes you have to go through something absolutely terrible, and you have no idea why you're going through it. But trust in God, because he's going to pull you through it, and he's going to create something good out of whatever happens. So, awesome.